On this episode, Andy, Dean, the baddest man alive, Aaron Williams, and Hot Fire, Myron Reed, make the two-hour journey to IWA Mid-South in Memphis, Indiana. There, two of them cheer and two of them wrestle. Welcome to the Road Home from Wrestling. I feel safest of all I can lock all my doors And this the only way to live In cars Alright, well we are headed home From another trip Out to IWA This time to the new arena In Memphis, Indiana It is the 15th of August And um, I'm here, this is Andy And I got Dean in the car What's up guys? We have the triumphant return of the baddest man alive, Aaron Williams. Word. And the debut of Hot Fire, Myron Reed. Fire. How's, how's it going, good? Myron? Hey, how's it going, man? Nice to finally have you on. Yeah. I, f- I feel like it's a long time coming. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you've, you've listened to two episodes of our show, I've heard. Yeah. That's awesome, man. So you're a dedicated listener. Just can't stop listening. (laughs) Is it the same two over and over again, or is it just... No, I just listen to two, and that's about it. Okay. You know, on the way up, Myron said that he didn't do any voices or any kind of impersonations, and he's already done, like, five voices on the show this, this evening, so... Uh, so we're going to get some fun out of Myron tonight. It's going to be great. I can't yeah, wait. Maybe, so. maybe we'll get the, the debut of Reed and Friends. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to hear about that. Yeah. Uh, we also are going to have the debut of another guest that will be joining us later. But we'll talk about that a little later on. So, um, man, so this was our first time uh, going to the new arena. And uh, we got to address something up front. Um, you know, first of all, tonight was supposed to be a little different than what it was, what it turned out to be. But man, it doesn't matter. You know, it, it turned out to be an amazing evening, no matter what. Uh, but tonight, Aaron was supposed to get his uh, IWA Championship match against uh, Unbreakable Michael Elgin. Yeah, but I did. But unfortunately, uh, due to some flight issues, um, you know, he wasn't able to make it. But one person who did make it tonight was uh, Dean. Welcome back, buddy. Good to be back. How was your vacation, man? It was good. I had a lot of fun. Yeah? And you were at Bad Luck Fall A Beach? Yep. Wow. Did you avoid... South Carolina. You avoid that Bad Luck Fall? I did. That's good, (laughs) man. Good to know. Nobody kicks out of that thing. Nobody. Not even Okada. Funny joke, but he doesn't he doesn't take it, so that's why he doesn't take out of it. But uh, anyway, well, we had an awesome night. Um, you know, I can't wait to kind of talk about some of the stuff that went on. Uh, Dean, what'd you think of the new arena? It was a, it was definitely a lot nicer than the the old one. Uh, I feel like they could use a new ring. Uh, <laughs> it's a little wobbly, especially uh, when we have guys like. Uh, Big Bad Brandon Tagger, and then a match with Tankman and Larry D. Yeah. And I think that we were sitting closer to the ring at the end of the night than we were at the beginning of the night because it would shift. 
Yeah, I was a little scared during that match that if one of those if one of those supports went down, I was going to lose my legs. So, you know, uh, I was a little worried about that. I had my eye on those things, but you know what? It, it, it stayed together for one more week, and uh, I think if they could just get a new canvas for it, that would make it really look a lot better. Well, I mean, last last time we were at the, at that particular uh, location, it was the same ring, and they after one match, they had to call like an early break to fix it, and they were using duct tape. Well, it's fine. Yeah. It's like the engineer's chart. Does it move? Is it supposed to move? Is that the thing? If you say yes, uh, it's WD-40, right? Is it moving? Is it yes or no? Is it supposed to yes or no? And if it's not supposed to move, duct tape. If it is supposed to move, WD-40. There you go. So, you know, you just just following the engineer guidelines. So, uh, it's what it is, man. But, uh, yeah, so basically they had... uh, we're still working out of the flea market. However, it's called the Trading Post now. It's got new owners. It's got air conditioning. It's also uh, got kind of its own section just for the pro wrestling. There's even a sign right above it that says IWA uh, Wrestling, which is pretty great. And uh, I really enjoyed the new arena. I thought it was pretty cool. How, how do you guys like it? I think I like it. I mean, I like it overall, yeah. Yeah, I like the uh, small feel to the arena. And it'd be really cool once they like pack it out. Yeah, it'll be it'll look great when it's in yeah. there. Yeah, it'll be amazing. Hey, we're doing what we can, you know. Yeah. And uh, it, it would be nice to get some more people out there. If you're listening to this, um, Memphis, Indiana, isn't that far from Cincinnati? Uh, it's not that far from Louisville. I know we got some listeners there. Now, I know we have quite a few listeners, believe it or not, in Tokyo, Japan. Wow. And uh, it's a little far for you guys, but you can order the... Uh, yeah, I know. It's just like, the, I don't know why, but uh, we... But you can order the uh, videos, and and, uh, you can catch everything on SmartMark Video, which we'll talk about that a little later on towards the end of the podcast. But uh, at the same time, you know, it is one of those places, if you're anywhere near the Indiana area, Indianapolis area, it's a a short jump for you guys. And, uh, you know, it's a pretty great place to check out, and they do run shows on Saturdays. So... Let's see here. So, unfortunately, we didn't have Michael Elgin tonight, which means that uh, things changed a little bit. The original card, uh, subject to change, as always, uh, got kind of switched up a little bit. And originally, Myron, you were booked to uh, have a match against Sage Phillips. Is that correct? Yeah. And then, Aaron, you were obviously booked to fight uh, Michael Elgin. And so, because of that, when we walked in... What did, uh, tell us what, tell me what happened, Dean, when we walked in, as soon as we walked in. Uh, as soon as we walked in, right before, uh, we, we actually bought our tickets and handed any money over, uh, Ian told us that Michael Elkin, uh, wasn't gonna make it, that he had tried real hard, that he had missed, uh, missed a flight and was trying to get another flight, but he wouldn't even have made it there until, like, 8.30, 9 o'clock at the earliest, and he was checking his phone all day and hoping he was going to make it, but unfortunately, he let us know before we committed to the tickets. Yeah, which is nice, you know, although, although I mean, we thought about just getting in the car and leaving, yeah. you know, uh, but... Uh, which would have kind of sucked for us. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Dean said we should have just texted you and been like, yep, sorry guys, we, you know, we... This is not what was advertised. We're sorry. Here. You're going to have to tell people that Myron and Aaron are also not appearing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a big bad day. Man, we would have got a little heat for that. Yeah, so, I, I can imagine. I don't know if we'd be welcome back at the uh, trading post after that one. But, uh, 
So I guess we should get into the card a little bit. And um, but before we do that, Myron, tell us a little bit about yourself. We we uh, you know on these long car rides with uh, Aaron, we usually get to ask him a few questions. Um, Dean, if you have any questions for Myron, I'm sure he's an open book, and we can. Uh, but I'd like to find out where you're from and, and how you got started, and and you know kind of what your goals are. Um, I started training December of 2015, and it was at um, a local place, uh, it was Owensboro, Kentucky, it was probably an hour, hour and a half, I lived in Louisville, Kentucky at the time, so, uh, as soon as I turned 18, I was looking for wrestling schools, and, um, I was just wondering what would be the cheapest route to go to start out, and WWA, World Wrestling Alliance, was the closest and cheapest, which was free. <laughs> so, <laughs> although I only got to train like once a month, so I trained maybe twice in December, like once in January, and like once in February, and then I went to OVW. I didn't know you spent time in OVW. Yeah, I trained with Rip Rogers for three months. No kidding. Yep. Yeah, I, I wrestled right. in like four minute matches like for, the, for my first three months. Huh. And uh, so it was just OVW and WWA my first three months. Didn't get paid or anything anywhere, either one, so I, you know, I wasn't complaining, but I was really excited. I was learning and stuff. Wasn't really learning uh, as much as I wanted to. I was learning the basics. I wanted to do more, so I was teaming with a guy named Mickey Muscles, and we were the Brotherhood. And uh, <clears throat> I believe maybe July of 2016, because my first official match was in April, or the beginning of April or the end of March, one of the two, but it was in April, I believe, 2016. And uh, come July, we went to IWA and did the tryout show. Me and Mickey, uh, Ian loved us. And he pushed us like crazy, so we had to wrestle guys like the hooligans, even though they tried to kill me in my first match. <laughs> um, hooligans, the rejects, just a lot of, like, during that time, it was a big deal to us, a really, really big deal. And uh, we got to learn from those, like, better tag teams. We worked with the uh, Bomb Shelter a lot, and I think we learned a lot teaming <laughs> against them. And Bomb Shelter is Zodiac yeah, and another yeah. guy? Joseph Schwartz, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Joseph Schwartz is a stiff bastard. Um, but that's who we were with, like, feuding with for at least our first three months there. Uh-huh. And then, like, on the bigger shows, we got the bigger teams. And uh, Ian always took care of us in that sense. Gave us really big matches and tested us see how we did and we, we always did very well and he was very impressed and proud of us and then um, around December-ish or November I uh, we me and Mickey wrestled Dave and Jake and uh, I almost died you almost died yep I <laughs> I fell off the balcony almost died oh god yep it's on it's on Botchamania oh, yep. I'm not complaining though I was only like five or six months in uh, I think Mouse actually may have been telling us about that. That was at the arena? Mm-hmm. 
way, like the kind of way you walk up those steps. I think he was telling us about that. Yeah, it was a miscommunication, and I just tried to jump, and no one was there, so I caught myself and still almost died. But after that, Dave and Jake loved the match and told us we should come and train with them at Rockstar. So Mickey did not, unfortunately, come, and I came by myself and trained with them all week, and I wrestled Trey my first match on Rockstar. And the crowd responded very well. And at that point, I was like, man, I could probably do some single stuff. So the next month, Mickey just was like, uh, just, I don't know. He wasn't, like, as committed as he was in the beginning. And <clears throat> uh, he took time off, like two months off, two, three months off. And I started doing my own thing. Started really like training a lot more, taking more bookings. And then Elgin posted in the IWA chat or whatever and was letting us know, you know, I have a camp coming up and it's $233. I did not have that money, but I told myself that I am going to go to this fucking camp no matter what. So I asked my mom for the money. She gave me the money. I paid her back. But I was in the hole for a good month. Uh, so I went, and when I went to this camp, everyone else, like, you know, they were, I think, the, like, the end of the camp was a week-long camp, and I was super exhausted. There was guys that left, like, the first day, lasted the whole camp, and then the last day we had, uh, matches in front of Elgin, and he critiqued us and everything, and I wrestled Kobe Durst. Uh, this guy from Canada is really, really, really good. And I went crazy, like, in that match, like, stuff you really you don't think, you wouldn't probably see in a training match, but I, I was doing, like, Ron was off the apron and everything, and, and he really, like, respected that, and he really took a liking to me, and uh, he opened up Glory Pro, and February put me in a scramble match, and, and like, from there... Just like stuff took off for me, and uh, I just kept going up to Rockstar every week. It was killing me driving almost three hours from Louisville to Rockstar each week. Yeah. So I told I was like I was talking to Mickey again, and I was just like, "Yo, we should definitely move in with Dave and train every week and get better and learn from one of the best tag teams in the world." He was all for it, air quotes, uh-huh. um, but didn't didn't follow through. And I saved up some money, and I said, fuck it again, and I moved. I took that opportunity. Moved in, like, three months ago, and ever since then, everything has, like, taken off for me, like Revolver, Russell Circus, um, being Glory Pro Champion. Uh... Rockstar, being one of the main guys there, and just learning, and being around people that are, that wrestle, have wrestled longer than me, and are better than me, and I can better myself, such as like Zach, Zachary Wentz, uh, Trey, Samantha, just being around them, and training with them, and yeah. maybe another, making me better. Maybe another guy, maybe there's another guy that she Really, get really to wrestle. Good. It's really good. That uh, maybe 
this guy here? Like, hey, of course Aaron, but like Aaron doesn't live with us. <laughs> Another three people that live with us. Desmond lived with us for a little bit, but he moved to Florida. So yeah. he was there when I first moved in for like a month and then he left. But since I moved in, I've like, I was progressing at a good rate, but like I've just like took off like progression wise. And uh, yeah, just like, Wrestle Circus, AEW, like, and, like, just learning, like, JT is awesome, because, because, I mean, he's just always there to help, and, like, I've learned so much from him, just after every match, he's always there to help me, and just let me know, like, you know, what you could have done better, how you could improve, and same with Dave, like, I, I would go to the back and be like, oh my gosh, fucking killed it, and Dave's like, sit, sit down. <laughs> Let me talk to you. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. yeah. but then like it just helps me because I apply everything that they tell me after every match, and I just try and better myself in each match. And um, I don't know, just it's, it may be a lot of people that like don't like me because of the opportunities I received in a year, but a lot of people do not take sacrifices to get those opportunities and if there's an opportunity I'm going to sacrifice to take that opportunity well so. we you know we've been lucky to get to see you every week at Rockstar you yeah. know there's a lot of people I mean we're lucky to get to see a lot of people obviously and um, you know I think that there's a lot of people all over the country that wish that they get get to see you one time, you know, and we get to see you all the time. So it, it, it's really fun to watch someone like yourself progress and get better and better and better. And like you said, and we'll be talking about that quite a bit tonight, I think. But uh, let's move on to the card. I, I really appreciate you letting us know about all that stuff. I mean, you know, we're 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 big fans of yours, you know, and um, what. Well, for one, we missed the... I know, I know, I <laughs> fucked it up. I, Aaron's let me know that I fucked up the toll thing, and I'm going to have to pay a fucking toll, but it is what it is. So, I was just listening to Myron, I didn't want to interrupt him, you know, but it is what it is. So, Myron, you owe me $4, all right? Damn it. I'll just, just, I'll just, I'll take two, if you want, but, uh, <laughs> so, uh, we'll split it. But, um... Let's go ahead and get into this card, Dean. Tell us what happened first, and uh, I think we started off with an Ian Rotten promo, right? Uh, a little bit. Basically, he told the audience everything that he had told us. There were a couple people that were sitting down and then asking us, so Elkin's going to be here, right? Because half the people were told at the door that he wasn't, and other people would sit down, and their buddy next to him would say, yeah, man, it sucks about Elkin, and they had no idea what was what was happening. So he kind of basically uh, started with a promo on everything that he had told us when we had first got there to let us know that uh, Michael Elkin was not going to be available, was not going to be at the show, and that he was going to put Aaron Williams in a match with Myron Reed, yeah. and that the main event was then going to be the tag team title match. That's what's yeah. We're back here. Yeah. That's right. Aaron, you're still here. I'm still here. Awesome. Yes. Well, I think that, uh, you know, we, we thought that would be the main event, but then, you know, we realized that, hey, they're going to do that uh, the crazy tag match with all the blood and everything, so we figured, you know, that that's one, one of the reasons they put that as the main event is because then they don't have to clean it up right in the middle of the show, too. So you guys were really the main event, just letting you know, you know, so uh, from our point of view. Uh, well, what was the first match, Dean? 
The first match was uh, Big uh, Bad Brandon Taggart going up against uh, our buddy Cole Radrick. Yeah, good old Cole Radrick. Um, man, so uh, earlier in the week, uh, Brandon Taggart had said he was going to punch Cole Radrick in the face. And he did. A bunch of times. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Cole, uh, that's, Cole's getting his shit in, getting punched in the face, right? Uh, tell us what kind of things happened in Smash Team. Uh, one of the first things that happened is as, uh, you know, we were cheering Brandon Taggart as he was coming out, and a lot of other people were not, and as he came around us, he told uh, everyone else that these motherfuckers know who to cheer for. Fuck the rest of you guys. That's right, and we don't get it. Why does everybody boo Brandon Taggart, you know? He's amazing. And I, I looked at the rest of the crowd and said, we're motherfuckers. <laughs> and they laughed. <laughs> so, <laughs> good stuff. But, uh, yeah, we're big fans of Taggart. Myron, have you ever been able to lock up horns with uh, Brandon Taggart? That guy's beat a bit. <laughs> yeah, I've wrestled him at, um, uh, I don't want to mess his name up. Okay. At PTW. There you go. Yep. Good time wrestling, which is fucking Larry D's promotion. Yep. And he's got some shows this weekend. Uh, good luck with those, Larry. We won't be there. Sorry, buddy. Uh, we got uh, other stuff to. Uh, we got uh, other fish to fry, not necessarily bigger. But well, there fish he's to fry focus on his match on Saturday. That's right, and he's got a match tomorrow, probably. Hopefully, not against Ganger. So, Ganger <laughs> or Granger, as we call him. Uh, now, uh, Aaron, we apparently have seen you wrestle Taggart. Was that right? Can we yeah. clear that up, Dean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that was one of the episodes that I missed, and I was obviously listening. And then uh, Andy was telling Aaron how he would really like to see him with against Brandon Taggart at some point. And I'm like, we saw that match. We saw it. It was, and I remember it was the night that Daniel uh, Winchester rode home with us because Brandon was the one that dropped him on the end of the apron, which uh, we all knew was the hardest part of oh, it. We all right. had that. The hardest part of it. <laughs> That's right. Wow. And it was uh, that later on in the night, they had like that, uh, all the good guys came out, all, all the bad guys came out, and the good guys came out and cleared the ring, and uh, Aaron caught him a couple times on the top of the head with the nunchucks, because oh, yeah. he was like right out of range, because he was bent <laughs> over, and then he stood up and got like a couple quick ones to the back of the awesome. head. All right, good times. Well, uh, we're big Taggart fans, and uh, we're big Cole Radrick fans, too. So it's good to see these guys lock up and uh, and go at it. Um, you know, obviously both guys like to hit each other and uh, like to get hit a little bit. And uh, that's kind of what happened in this match, right? Yeah. A lot of punching and kicking and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, well, we, well, we would have, like, Cole setting up for, like, where he would duck or like try and do like a flip over or a spin behind, but every time he did that to go for like an arm bar or something, he just couldn't get it on Taggart for being so big. So he would duck a hit, go for an arm, and be arm drag. And he was actually saying, <laughs> arm drag! Hip toss, yeah. Hip toss. Do hip toss. That's awesome. And, uh, in case you guys didn't know or somebody wasn't calling his match, he wanted to make sure people knew. <laughs> well, it's always great to call for a uh, move that's like a, a standard move. That's like one of my favorite things ever, you know? Like clothesline, you know? Just yelling that is, is amazing stuff. I, ha- so. I have been known to yell out Jerry Lynn before I hit a crane pile driver from time to time. No kidding. I have. Well, we'll talk about that a little bit later, I think. Alrighty. Uh, kind of reminded me of, it was either uh, one of the movies that David Spade did with Chris Farley, I think it was Black Sheep, 
where some kids are picking on David Spade and he's walking like angrily through the woods after. He goes, next time those kids come, I'm going to be ready. It's going to be rabbit punch into a rabbit punch into a bile driver. And he's like just calling a bunch <laughs> That's of right. random snap, snap kick, rabbit punch, snap kick, and then a bile driver. You, you. And he does the little jump with it. Yeah. And the pile driver. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. good stuff. Hey, Chris Farley references. It's yeah. a good way to pop the audience right there. Pop me. <laughs> so what else happened in this one, Dean? Uh, well, we got not one, but two Aloha Taggarts. That's right. Two Aloha Taggarts in Dang the same it. match. Cole, Cole didn't get the first one. One of them was successful. A successful Aloha Tiger. That was pretty great. Which, uh, that, you know, I think what happened was is that he rolled him up. You know, he got him, he got him down. Cole got him, you know, got the success on the on the uh, sunset the, the flip. Sunset he got flip, the flip over, right? But then and then Tiger rolled him up right out of that, right? So it was kind of successful. Uh, but it was the most successful Aloha we've ever seen, I think. So that that was pretty great. <clears throat> the first one, I think he grabbed the ropes, right? Did he make his way out to the ropes, or did, did he just start punching Cole? I think he just started punching Cole. That's fair. That sounds right. Uh, so what else happened in this one? Uh, there was one part where Cole uh, tried a big boot out of the corner, I think, and Tagger caught him and just pulled him, like, pulled both his legs out from under him and then dropped a leg, like, right across his chest that looked awesome. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The leg drop from Tagger, sweet shit. Loved he's, it. He's a big boy. Man, I love Tagger. I know we say that all the time, but he's just, he's just so great. And uh, I think that, you know. He's got range. Yeah, the style matches that he can have, and and not only that, but I mean, like his strikes look awesome, and obviously he can do some serious power moves, and the crowd fucking hates him. So, you know, he's got it all, except for two guys that were just going nuts the whole time. So, uh, I don't know. For both guys in the match. For both guys, both these guys. Yeah, we tried to get a both these guys chant, and and it just failed miserably. It was (laughs) bullshit. So what was the, uh, I think that moves us close to the finish, Close right, to the Dean? finish, it was kind of like, uh, as Aaron would put it, the fish out of water where Cole kept getting two counts and he would kind of, as he would kick out, he would grab an arm and kind of lock it differently, small package or shoulders pin, and eventually he just ended up getting the three count on Taggart. So Taggart loses, and Taggart immediately attacked the ref pretty much verbally. Just yes. verbally. He starts screaming at him, calling him a motherfucker. Telling me it was two. It was only two. And for once, I'm going to defend the ref tonight. The ref was awesome. In fact, in the middle of one of the matches, he got hit by a flying wrestler and didn't go down. He didn't fall down in a heap. He didn't, like, you know, like, normally, like, a strong breeze will blow a, a, a ref down, you know. Um, but he, he looked mildly inconvenient. Yeah, yeah. He said he, he said he'd been working on his balance, which we can really appreciate as fans. So uh, that was pretty awesome. So Cole gets the win and continues his push at IWA, right? Yeah, he's another guy that Ian is pretty well behind. Yeah. Well, what's not to like, right? Except for the whole sauce thing. It's just weird. It is weird. What do you guys make of that? Boy doesn't like sauce? Yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about that? I mean, I like sauce. Myron, I know that you saw a picture that I posted and immediately reposted it as yours. Yes, I did. I like that. That's awesome. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. 
It's all good. Uh, yeah, so... I, I think he really, really likes sauce. And, like, at one point, somebody came over and was like, why do you have all these sauce packs? He's like, those, those, aren't even, those, are, those are mine. I don't, I don't even like sauce. Is that what it is? Yeah. And he's just, like, he's just playing it's out the string. It's a secret session where now he can't have sauce on anything because... He has to let people know about his sauce problem. Maybe that's what it is. He's got a sauce problem. (laughs) (laughs) One way or the other, you're right. Yeah. So, uh, wow. Well, Cole, if we can ever help you with your sauce problem, don't ask us. We're not going to help you with that. That seems seems like a personal issue that you need to maybe seek counseling on. I mean, I kind of think think you can handle it. You think I can handle it? I think he can handle it. Yeah, that's I, what I'm I saying. I don't want anything to do with it. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, there is an excellent picture on either Myron's Facebook or the show's Facebook, whichever one you'd like to look at, or my Twitter, or probably Myron's Twitter at this point. I'm not really sure. But uh, <laughs> if you'd like to check it out, of uh, Cole holding a uh, bat, a weapon that someone had made for him that is covered in sauce packets that happen to be hot fire Sauce packets, so that's uh, there is a tie-in, and I'm sorry I didn't tag you. I should have done that, and that would have alleviated the whole stealing problem. You know, it's like if you leave your doors unlocked, right? Then you know it's your fault when you get when you get stuff stolen from you, right? That's how that works. I understand. Uh, I saw uh, I saw Full Metal Jacket. Well, let's see here. What I steal stuff all the time. You do? It's their fault. No, I I don't. Not at all. Do you steal sauce packets? Are you a big thief? No. Do you do you have so, sauce packets? If, if they are charging you fifty cents for a sauce packet, they are stealing. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not. I don't, I don't disagree. But uh, my wife is known to get fire sauce every time we go to Taco Bell, and then uses one. So you know they give you like eight, right? Yeah. yeah. Give you like eight to ten sauce packets. So that means I got like seven or nine sauce packets that I just randomly have and then every time we go she gets more so that, that leaves me with like this big drawer full of fire sauce fire sauce fire that's funny you mentioned that because at the gas station just now we were talking to Mance Warner and I told him I said why doesn't he just get the sauce and then throw it in a drawer like everybody else you know why does he get so mad when the sauce is in his bag you know so uh, I should always keep our sauce on hand for company I agree, and I think that your wife and yourself, uh, Aaron, are just normal people, and, and Cole is the weirdo, so that's a fact. Uh, let's uh, let's see here. That moves us on to our next match, right? After yeah. that, that uh, Cole sauce topic. Uh, yeah, you know, sorry, that, jumped, that, that, that made us go awesome. No, that's that's what we're here for. So that, uh... Hard, hard-hitting coverage, you know? <laughs> hard-hitting coverage of how much Cole lacked to fill with me. Take it easy, Aaron. We'll get there. Sorry. <laughs> Jumping ahead. And did you just say take it easy, Gary? <laughs> I said Aaron. Okay, I thought you, you heard said Gary. Gary. I heard Gary. So, Aaron, what was the next match? <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh. I, I got that for us, guys. It was a Jonathan Wolf against Manser. Mance Warner. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. yeah. You I got, want to hear about it. Which which matches did you get? Did you get? When, I, mean, I don't think I saw anything. You didn't see anything. Okay, I, think I saw anything. All right, you saw the last match. Well, yeah, I did see the last. Okay, match. Yeah. that's maybe we're gonna have to bust out your new the, oh, the yeah. new character. Okay. I think I think you can maybe break that match right. down for us. So okay. uh, let's see here. Um, so we had Mance Warner, you know, podcast favorite, yep. friend of the podcast. Yep. Uh, 
He's praying for you right now. Oh, no kidding. He's thanking the Lord that uh, he's making a hole in his pickup truck. That's right. So, uh, and we had him versus Jonathan Wolf, who recently super kicked Sage uh, Phillips in the back of the head and uh, is kind of a bad guy now. Whoa. Yeah. What's up with, what's up with Lemon Wolf? Come I don't on. know, man. And um, what, yeah, what, what, the front of the shirt yeah. says Lone Wolf and the back says Wolf Pack. So, wait a minute. So, how can one be a lone wolf but then also be a part of a pack? We need an explanation. That doesn't make much sense. No. It's like the movie Airheads where their band is called the Lone Rangers. <laughs> how, how do you how do you pluralize the Lone Ranger? That doesn't make any sense. They're not exactly lone. The Lone Ranger. Wolves. I love guys, the way he says it. You guys know who's better? Lemmy or God? Well, I mean, he's got a trick question. It's a question. I always think of that one song that uh, that the band that beat him, you know, the band that beat him for the Battle of the Match yeah. or whatever, and uh, it, like, starts out, Don't hate me. Yeah. It's the only thing I remember about it, but, yeah. He's wearing, like, a tiki, like a tiki, yeah. tiki necklace he's or something. Not- Packing a load in those pants. <laughs> you know, like diapers or something. Yeah. That's a great movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, Myron, we're going to need a little bit of information. You you have a little insight on Jonathan Wolf, right? You've, you've uh, tagged with him? Yeah. So, what's his fucking problem? I don't know. He's tired of the crowd, man. He's tired of people uh, disrespecting him. He said, uh, he's told me that uh, he's tired of the being unappreciative of how good he is. Really? Yeah. Does his mother know how good he is? I liked him. I liked him when you guys were teaching him. She knows how good I am. Heyo! Singer! (laughs) Wow. I didn't get to throw any mom jokes at you. It's true. So I had to make up for it. It's true. Did you You, see my thing? You know, there was room in there for that. There was. I mean... Is what it is. It's Myron. So, I know. You had to ride home with him. I understand. Yeah. You I'm know, sure his mother's a saint. I mean, she loaned, she loaned him the money so he, yeah. could, he could... So he could go and right. do the Elgin camp. How could I talk bad about That's right. a man's... I mean, not that I'm... I'm I, I mean, saying somebody has taste in me is not saying it's a bad thing. It's, it's a pretty good thing. <laughs> See, my wife, yeah. So I do, I do all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us what happened in this match, Dean. Uh... There was a there was a point when they were fighting on the apron, and uh, Jonathan Wolf was able to do a Death Valley driver to Mance on the apron, and it went a little off because it looked like Mance's feet caught the rope as he was spinning around, which prevented him from making a full rotation. And he kind of dropped straight down and hit like the top part of his back on the apron. Yeah, that apron was out to get everybody tonight. I think. Well, you know it's the hardest part of the ring. That's what they easy. say. Um, you know, also, when, when Mance first came out, he had a little chat with the Lord as soon as he came out uh, and got in the ring. Of course, he came over and fist-bumped everybody. He also told us, I'm going to kill this kid, I think is what he told us, which yeah. is, uh, you know. So, he had a little chat with the Lord where he mentioned that he just wanted, wanted to go ahead and just, like, pray for his sins because he was going to murder a child tonight. <laughs> so, you know, just wanted to go ahead and get that out of the way, which is understandable. So, um... You know, we appreciate that, and the Mancer is a God-fearing man, and that's that's part of the deal, man. You know, so, uh, 
That was pretty great. What what else happened, Dean? Uh, Mancher was set up on a chair, kind of the audience had moved, and uh, Jonathan Wolf came over by us and kind of pushed the chairs that were directly next to us out of the way, and then, you know, running like he was going to do a double foot stomp, Mancher rolled out of the way, and he kind of took out a bunch of chairs. Yeah, yeah. That looked pretty rough. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and I noticed at the beginning of this match, I was waiting for my favorite part of every Mance Warner match, and that's when he starts to sell his ass off. And that didn't happen till a li- little later in the match. I mean, you know, it was a lot of Mance getting in offense, yeah. you know. And then uh, when they finally made it back in the ring after brawling on the outside a little bit, um, then that's when Jonathan Wolf took over a little bit, and Mance started selling his ass off and making this kid look amazing, which yeah. is what he does best. We even at one point got a legit flare flop, which I think was a little wink-wink, nudge-nudge to me, but and to us, I think. Uh, you know, that was pretty awesome. What, what else you got there, Dean? Uh, well, before they had gone to make it back in the ring, what kind of started uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Wolf's... Uh, rally was they went for a vertical suplex Manstead on Jonathan Wolf on the outside oh, and he man. reversed and he did the vertical suplex to Mans on the concrete. Yep, that's what we're doing tonight. <coughs> Ver, you know, suplexes on the concrete. So, uh, guys, tell us a little bit about how that differs than maybe doing it like in the ring or something like that. Just a little bit harder. A little, little, little less hard. give? A little, little, less, little less give. Um, that's one way to put it. Have you guys ever taken a suplex on the concrete? <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah? <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh, how come you guys didn't do that spot tonight? Um, well, I guess it one time. I mean, you kind of did it, sort yeah. of. You, you tried to. <laughs> <laughs> Gravity was trying to make you do that. Gravity was trying to do a lot of stuff to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems a little much, uh, but, uh, man, you know, these guys get after it, and that's what they do. So, uh... Like you said, when they, they got back in the ring, that's when Jonathan Wolf started kind of beat down the Manser. And when that happens, you know, he eventually fires up, right? Yeah. Once he fires up, man, whew, starts to hit guys with headbutts, pop-up headbutts. We're working on his uh, breathing technique. And oh, yeah. This is mm-hmm. knee pad up, knee pad oh, down. Uh, in fact, when before the match started, uh, Mance made the referee pull his knee pad up and then pull it back down just to make sure it was working, which was pretty good. Yeah. So uh, we love that knee pad up, knee pad down thing. That's What do you think of that, Myron? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have I don't know what I think of the knee pad up, knee what pad do you, down. What do you make of Vance Warner? I've never taken that knee, so I don't know how to feel about it. Okay, okay. I'd be more worried about the headbutts. Yeah, yeah no kidding. I'm taking a headbutt before. Like, it hurts. <laughs> You're gone. I can imagine. Well, what was the finish of the match, Dean? Uh, it was a series of, uh, I think Wolf had kind of missed a move where uh, Manser ducked the clothesline and hit him with one headbutt, kind of dazed him, uh, threw him into the ropes uh, for a pop-up headbutt that continued to daze him, and then he went for the lariat. Uh, clothesline him, and that got the three count. It was a hell of a lariat, too. Well, it was like... It might have been, like, I almost feel like he got on the second rope and, like, and hit it that way. Am I right? Is that sound right? So. No? I feel like he was jumping, though, when he did it. And, uh, he, you know, he had the, 
the arm extended out, you know, kind of at an angle, you know, which is like uh, clothesline from hell style. Oh, and right man, he destroyed uh, uh, Myron's buddy, uh, you know, the kid. He, he removed, I like, I, I like he Jonathan the Wolf too. Wolf leader of the Wolf Pack. <laughs> What's say, Dean? I said I like Jonathan Wolf too. I'd like to see him. I'd be curious. I, I'm kind of curious why we don't see him at Rockstar. I'd like to see him back. He was he there was. last week. You it weren't was. there? Yeah, he was there last week. You missed him. Sorry, buddy. That's what you get for going uh, to Bad Luck Fall Beach. You know? Uh, but, yeah, he was there last week. And uh, I he was in a tag match. He tagged with uh, Daniel Winchester, I believe, right? Okay. Yeah, it was him and Daniel Winchester. Against? Against others. Okay. And they Against lost. others. I don't know. You have to listen to the show. I can't remember. Wasn't there a... A match with uh, Larry, Larry D that he was a 2-on-1, or I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, yeah, that was... The, Larry D uh, faced uh, the Reverend Ronnie Roberts, oh, okay. and uh, also Gabe Granger. Okay. So uh, those two folks lost to Larry D. Um, Back to this show. Yeah, so we're talking about IWA. So <laughs> uh, what happened after this match? Uh, well, uh, Aaron... Uh, Ian, I'm sorry. Ian came out, <laughs> and... Uh, People around us, including uh, Andy, was chanting, put him in the TPI, which initially was uh, put... uh, Ian? Ian in the TPI? No. Telling Ian that he should put Mansur in the TPI. Right. Because initially, I'm pretty sure that the TPI had already been settled and filled up, but there's a couple wrestlers that have stepped away from uh, IWA and have left openings for the TPI. Correct. And uh, that's led to... Ian saying, sure enough, that he had filled the spot already that uh, Manser was going to fill, and he filled it with Manser, and everybody went nuts, and Mance Warner's in the motherfucking TPI, and that is awesome. That is good. Really, really happy to see that. Good for him. The guy's amazing. So, yeah, it's weird. When you when you talk to Mance Warner in person, he's this real, like, humble, like, guy, and he just seems real, like... I don't know, he just seems like a normal dude. He really, seems really happy to see anyone that he's talking to. Yeah. And uh, when he's in character, it is just a whole other thing, man. And uh, it's pretty awesome. So uh, happy to see that dude. Yeah, dude on either side. Yeah, so I really like him. Uh, what what happened after that announcement? Uh, that, that took us to uh, the next match, <coughs> which was uh, Larry D. Who? Who? Fucking Larry D. Thank you. Thank you. Or, or, or Aaron? Do you know who this guy is? He's the uh, freaking Larry D. No, you say it a little differently than the rest of us. Uh, Legendary. Oh, yeah, that's right. Legendary Larry D. <laughs> there we go. All right. It's been a while. It has it's been, been a while. It's been a minute. Thank you. <laughs> so call him what you will. <laughs> Same guy. Guy sounds like a uh, Larry D came out, and then Jason Sink came out to announce Larry D's mystery opponent, who was going to try and cash in and get a thousand dollars from Jason Sink for taking out Larry D. Correct. And uh, this was the the guy who came out was Calvin Tank Man. And uh, this is uh, Aaron has decided that uh, that's how we're going to say his name from now on. Tank, comma, man. Yeah. So um, 
and uh, he was uh, full on heel all of a sudden. I guess after Aaron kicked him in the face like 30 times in that one match, it just kind of knocked something loose, and now he's he's just gone heel. I have effect. I have that kind of effect on. Really? Meyer don't get any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Meyer is going to be a heel Thursday night. <laughs> well, this uh, this match was a plodding big man match, right? Uh, slow pace, lots of power moves. Um, we did immediately get Larry D body slamming Kelvin, which was That's just incredible. Was. Oh, wow. Big. They, uh, they kind of ended up battling to the outside, and Jason uh, saying grabbed a handful of Larry's hair, which gave uh, Calvin a kind of a chance to capitalize and take control of part of the match. And then he would body slam Larry D. That's right. Who was not a small guy either. Woo! That was slams. pretty bonkers to see those guys body slam each other. Um, you know, and there was a lot of kicking and stuff like that. Um, I, you know, it's really rough for me to, like, you know, I mean, being that Larry D's had relations with my mother and thrown it in my face and all that stuff, um, it's really tough for me to cheer him or to be happy about uh, others cheering him. And about half the crowd was cheering him pretty strong. Um, and then I was booing him mercilessly, as I am what to do, and uh, he was ignoring me. So, uh, which is, you know, I, I mean, that's just like my real dad. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's just, it's just no matter where I go, I just can't find a father figure that's going to be good enough. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Larry's mom knows me pretty well. Too. Oh! That's two. That's two. <laughs> same run, same uh, podcast. Two singers. You're welcome, everybody. Awesome. It's <laughs> great. Well, uh, <laughs> I, what other notes do you have from this match, Dean? <laughs> uh, there, there was a spot when Larry was in the corner. And uh, Calvin was coming in with uh, Cannonball, and Larry moved, and uh, the timing was just a little <coughs> off because Larry was out of the kind of out of the way before uh, Calvin started to do the Cannonball. So that looked a little rough, and that was kind of when Larry D started to kind of capitalize on his momentum there, starting to make a comeback a little yeah, bit. Yeah, comeback. Right? After, Back and forth. You know, at one point, uh, Calvin was working the face, which I do like that. If you're a heel, Myron, if you ever turn heel, make sure you work the face, okay, buddy? <laughs> That's awesome stuff, you know? Just, you know, put a, put a hook in the mouth, you know, put your finger right in someone's eye, you know? That's good stuff, so. Hey, <coughs> yeah. brother, he's, he's working the face's face. <laughs> what are you, you worried about it, Aaron? I mean... We did just talk about me kicking people in the head multiple times. Does give them a condition. That's true. Okay, fair enough. Well, I mean, you know, I think you're done facing Myron for now in this in, in this territory, you know. Uh, but maybe not. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Um, so what what was the? Do we are we moving on to the finish? Or we're going to the finish for that one because it was a lot of the same stuff of. You know, power moves, uh, one guy would start to kind of capitalize. There was never really a, a huge part of the match of one guy was particularly winning. Like you'll typically see where it'll be a lot of 
heat on. One guy, well, at the end, the guy just reverts to something and capitalizes and wins. It was a lot of back and forth. Uh-huh. But Larry would win the match when he would hit a spear, and he would get the three count on uh, Calvin. A little close to the ropes. In fact, at one point, during between one and two of the three count, Larry put his arm on the first rope. And, and uh, the ref didn't see it, so it didn't happen. So that's cool. Um, I didn't even see that. Yeah, I saw it. It was happening right in front of us. I had my eyes open, you know. Uh, and uh, then we had a little shenanigans with Jason Saint, right? He came into the ring. Yeah. And uh, he started giving shit to Larry. He was going to attack Larry from behind. He was going to Pearl Harbor Larry. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he couldn't. But I believe Tankman started... Who started beating Larry up? Uh, they were both kind of, kind of. Uh, Jason was kind of hitting Dory, you know, some kicks. It was mainly Tankman, but uh, they were both getting in their own, their own attacks on Larry D. And uh, at this point, somebody ran out to save him, right? Yeah. Who was it? Cole Radrick. Cole Radrick comes out to save Larry D. What the hell's going yeah. on? Weird. Bizarro world. And, uh, you know, they... I mean, well, I don't think it was really so much saving Mary D as it was stopping Jason Saint. Aha. Okay. Fuck Larry D then, right? It's just... Okay, I understand. I'm, I'm, I'm brave enough to say that. <laughs> um, I can't back that up with anything, but, uh... We're far enough away now. That's true. <laughs> he said, we're, he said, see you tomorrow. Yeah. So, and he, by the way, Larry D is now driving home right now with a uh, road home from wrestling business card stuck in his windshield wiper. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even notice it and just drove off. It's awesome. Maybe it'll be uh, in his windshield tomorrow. That's right. He'll have to answer questions. There, there will be what one in his windshield tomorrow when he leaves Rockstar. Yeah, we'll just keep doing that. That'll be our new gimmick. Fuck with Larry D. We'll so. put two back because every time he gets rid of one, two will be in its place. <laughs> it keeps increasing. And if you want, we can stick some of your money on it on his windshield too, Eric. Anything, anything to mess with Larry D. So uh, let's see here. So uh, explain this. Explain what kind of happened here, Dean. As well, far as uh, Cole got the mic, and uh, we don't see Cole with the microphone a whole lot, but they've started to give it to him here and there, and I think he's progressing a lot on his mic skills, and you know, kind of setting up matches and being, you know, taking advantage of the time to cut a promo. But uh, he wanted to, he said that there was another guy, uh, BW3, uh, I don't know who that is. I'm pretty sure that's who he said with the name What's he said. Is wing place? That is Wellington the third. Oh, that's okay, a real, so it is okay, BW3. okay, wow. He's named after a wing place. Uh, Marcus Everett, how he's kind of uh, been the guy that gets guys out of IWA. Uh-huh. This has me a little worried. It had me a little worried because I thought they were going to set up a loser leaves IWA match. But the stipulation changed. Uh, it's going to be against uh, Shane Mercer and uh, Cole Radrick, uh, I believe a week from Thursday, uh, where if uh, Cole wins, Shane Mercer is gone from IWA and he's taking uh, Jason Singh with him. Correct. But if Cole loses, he will be taken out of the TPI. Yep. Which, uh... That fucking sucks, man. Either way, I don't like the... I don't like the end result. I hope it has a fuck finish. That's what I hope. Um, but there was also another stipulation added, which was Jason Saint, if he interferes, 
then uh, Shane Mercer has to leave. Like, or basically, they don't get the TPI thing, right? Yeah, is that, that how that, that works? That, 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 that uh, stipulation is null and void. But they even added another stipulation. It's the same thing. But Jason Saint said he would sit in a chair on the outside of the ring, and if he gets up out of the chair, then this whole thing is is, is kaput, right? Yeah. And so, which led Dean to surmise that it would be a good idea to sneak up on him and scare him. And then that way he would have to jump up out of the chair, and therefore... Boom! Boogity boogity hops up. There's a snake, a snake by your boot. There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> Spider! Oh my god! <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, something like that might work. We'll see. That that uh, the uh, amount of shenanig or of stipulations in there leads me to believe there will be shenanigans going on there. So uh, we'll see. But uh, I don't know if we'll actually be there for that match. But we'll do our very best to be there. And Cole, we hope you don't have to leave IWA. So uh, after that, I believe that took us to single intermission. So, uh, and this week's single intermission is brought to you by Audible.com. And as you guys know, our podcast is uh, brought to you by Audible. And uh, you can go to Audible.com through our link, AudibleTrial.com backslash The Road Home FW, and get yourself a free book. Now, Dean, you had a couple tips on on, uh, maybe some books to read or maybe uh, ways that that it can be easier for them to sign up. You, you got anything you want to elaborate on with that? Yeah, one, one thing that I liked a lot about and how easy it was for me to use is that I I use Amazon all the time for stuff that I want to order. So I have that account set up, and when I went to log on and get the Audible trial, because they're kind of one is owned by the other, they work together, all I had to do was log into my Amazon account. I already have a credit card on file, and I just said, yeah, I want to use that card. And I got the free trial. It was as simple as that, right? Yeah. And I've had a lot of people that I'll tell about it, you know, just get the free trial, try it out. Well, I won't ever use it. I don't want it to keep it month to month. I'm like, just try it out. Uh, I, I mean, I work at a, uh, at a retail grocery store where they have a lot of samples on weekends. I don't not take a free sample if I know I'm not going to buy the product. Yep. You, it's a free sample. I've, it's always the same stuff, and I get a sample of a cheeseburger every time they have it, even though I know I'm not going to keep it and buy it at the end of the day. Get your free sample. Just try it out. It's one free book. I just came back from vacation. I had two, you know, 10 hours each way, 20 hours in the car, and I had, for the majority of the time, a book to listen to. Well, in this free sample, we're not going to make you cough it up and give it back either. You know, it's the kind of thing where you get to keep the book forever, and if you cancel, which you are very welcome to do, then, uh, you know, we still get credit for it, and it's a way to support the show where you get something for free, all right? We're not taking anything from you. It's absolutely free, and we get credit for you for it. And just one of those, just one person signing up can help pay for the tickets for tonight's event for one of us. It can also help for gas. And, uh, you know, as we said before, if you <laughs> if you uh, knew how much money and time we spent on the podcast, you would poop yourself. And it, we don't, it really does help out a lot, guys. And we don't want anybody to poop themselves. So that's uh, nice. It's it. It's nasty. That's right. <laughs> that reminds me of one of the the Night Rider vlogs after the match with uh, <laughs> Jimmy Lloyd. <laughs> when uh, Al, it's just Jimmy Lloyd sitting there, Alex was like, "Go ahead and tell the people what happened tonight." And he goes, "Well, when you hit me with that clothesline off the top rope, I, I shit my pants." And then Alex's like, "He shit his pants!" 
And I just like Just crack it up So if you don't want to Shit your pants Go to audibletrial.com Backslash the road home FW Get your own free book And uh, you know uh, Myron Reed Is a big fan of books And he's uh, definitely Going to do that tonight And uh, Aaron Williams Books is hate books <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Williams Has already done it So we really appreciate that and uh, that's what Single Intermission is brought to you Check by tonight. Out so, uh, what we did during Single Intermission is we went outside. I used uh, the cap off of my Starbucks coffee uh, lid to scoop rice into my mouth uh, because I forgot a, a, a fork. Oh, so nice! That was, that was wonderful. I also we also met some listeners, um, and that was fun. I didn't quite catch their name. I know one of them is Justin Priest on Twitter. Uh, he retweets our shit, and he also posted a picture. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about this picture, Dean, and, and kind of describe this this whole thing? Uh, absolutely. Uh, a- Andy and I usually travel with chairs to take in and use at the shows, and uh, Andy took his chair in this week. So Andy, out of all this row, these rows of non-foldable, non-collapsible red chairs, there's one lawn chair <laughs> sitting in the mix. Yeah, and uh, we got a little picture posted on Twitter that said, uh, I don't want to call Drusifer Tweets highfalutin, but he has his own chair. And uh, it's a fucking lawn chair. Easy with the highfalutin shenanigans there. Um, so uh, that was fun, but that led to some interaction with uh, Justin and some of his buddies. And they're good folks, and they're good listeners, so yes, we appreciate that. You know, so... Uh, after single intermission, what was the uh, first match there, Dean? Uh, that was with uh, Sage Phillips, who initially was going to be booked in a match against Myron. And uh, Myron was replaced in this match by uh, Diamond Cut Ace Perry. Right. And uh, so tell me about it. Talk I have not been able to see this guy in a while. We saw him back right when I was very first going to Rockstar. Uh, he had a match with uh, Nate Wings, in which uh, Nate Wings was tarred and feathered. <laughs> Awesome. Which is still funny. Yeah, that That's the thing. <laughs> Myron just looked at me like, are you serious? No, that That's fucking happened. Yeah. It, thing, it was uh, at the Gem City Slam uh, a year, uh, a, you know, a year and whatever ago. A little over a year ago. And uh, when Nate came out in that, he still had the, whatever they used, maple syrup or motor oil, whatever they used to stick all the feathers. He came out and still had all that crap stuck to him. <laughs> For the uh, that match, yeah, he was humiliated. And then after that, uh, we saw some matches where he uh, he and uh, Spider Monkey were going for the tag team titles against the Foundation. Ace Perry and Spider. Monkey. Ace Perry right? and Spider yeah, Monkey. Yeah. yeah, which was a pretty good series of matches. We never did find out who that Spider Monkey guy is. I don't know no. where he went either. Yeah, uh, who knows? Who cares? I guess. You know. At least, you know, I mean, he's he's not a monkey from space, so yeah. I'm not really interested, you know. Uh, that's a, Once you meet a monkey from space, what other monkey all, can all measure up, you know what I mean? Like, it's just they're all, they all don't... That match needs to happen now. Space monkey versus spider monkey? Yes. I would love to see I'd that. Like to see that uh, really I called match. space monkey spider monkey this weekend. Oh, yeah? How'd that go? I mean, he looked at me confused. Did he Did he make monkey noises? He did definitely made monkey boy noises. <laughs> That's kind of what he does, right? It's pretty much what he did. Ate a banana. Probably just saw it. Yeah. Hit you with a little side. Scratch his head a little bit. 
At least he didn't do like a corkscrew moonsault on you. No, he nowhere, did. He did know? check my uh, my goatee, my Trident beard for lice, though. That's sweet. Or like little bugs. Did he find anything? No, he didn't. Oh, very okay. cool. <laughs> Fair enough. I, you know, I have to. You know, my my journalistic and you know uh, <laughs> journalistic tendencies make me have to ask the follow-up questions. You know, yeah. the tough yeah, ones. Yeah, I get it. So yeah, I definitely get it. He posted a picture of it on Twitter. Oh, I didn't catch that. I'm yeah. sorry. I'll have to find that and retweet that shit. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this match, what do you think, Dean? Do you think this it might be some sh- highs and some lows? This might be a straight to the finish match straight of the week. The I don't know. Uh, I uh, I didn't expect that, but all right. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, think I, I, I heard it was pretty okay, but uh, I'm very I was very curious to hear your input on this matchup. Oh, <sighs> uh, okay. He's very. We're going to hit on some of the high spots where it started with some chain wrestling, kind of some arm locks, forearm locks, some back and forth. Uh, they both did uh, suicide dives to the outside. Uh, it looked like uh, Ace Perry did his jump second. He looked like he went a little far left and it was a little harder to be caught. Looked a little more uh, rough on the landing. What I remember about the match is that they did some dueling uh, German suplexes. Yes. Where those are what kind of looked a little rough. It looked like the very first one that uh, Ace took, he kind of didn't go all the way back very well. So then he started kind of jumping into it, which was overshooting him, and he landed, was landing on the top of his head a couple different times. A couple times. Yeah, so was it? Yeah, they started doing a series of German suplexes, and so you know, Ace Perry would hit Sage Phillips with one, and it looked pretty decent. Sage Phillips would hit Ace Perry with one; he'd go right on his head, and then they would—they just did that like over and over again. Um, my main problem with this was that. You know, and I, again, we don't like to critique work and say something's good or bad. It's not good or bad. It's just what we like or don't like. It's all opinion. Um, I just, I don't know, man. I just feel like that they, uh, there wasn't really any selling in the match at all. And they would do these moves and then get right back up from them and hit each other with more moves. Like they were trying to cram so many moves into one match that they weren't taking the time to make the moves matter, and and that's a critique on wrestling period nowadays, you know, with some of the stuff that happens, um, but in this one, I'm, at one point we we caught Ace Perry selling and not selling at the same time, right? Yeah. So can you describe that, Dean? That's weird. Like, uh, I know that uh, it came off, uh, it was either like shoved off the top turnbuckle or... Uh, I think he did like a backwards flying nothing into a code breaker and then was screaming in pain and kind of all still on the mat, rolling around like he was in a whole lot of pain. And that's when uh, Sage went up to the top rope and still like holding his back and like kicking. He got up and continued to like act like his back really hurt as he walked to the corner and started fighting back as he was kind of up on the, uh, the turnbuckle. Yeah, it's like they couldn't separate the two things, you know? I don't know. There wasn't, there wasn't a good transition from, like, he really oversold how much pain he was in to get up and then go back up to the turnbuckle, like, right away, like, that quickly. Yeah. And the transition was a little rough. It was, I mean, it was it was fun. They did a lot of awesome moves. They just did a lot of moves. And, you know, I don't know, it just felt more like a, uh, 
like, okay, you guys ever heard of a guitar player named Ingve Malmsteen? Or have you ever heard of, like, Steve Vai or Joe Satriani? You guys like that? No. Nobody. Alright, again, there's I think a... I heard of the metal one <clears throat> There's a real good reason why you've never heard of these guys. These are guys who just shred, and that's all they do, right? So it's not really, like, music, necessarily. It's just kind of like guys shredding on guitar playing scales as fast as they can, right? You'll hear it, and it's very impressive, but it's nothing that you kind of want to, like, listen to all the time. And that's kind of what, you know, this match was to me. It's like guys, like, jamming a million moves in. It's like, cool, this is great. You know, uh, I guess it was a good practice match or whatever, but, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it was, like, music, if that makes any sense, so... Uh, but that's just me shitting on everything and being a dick, and I'm just a fucking idiot smart mark, so don't listen to me. Uh, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about. Everyone's opinion matters. Oh, hey, what? Get the hell out of here, Myron. <laughs> Thank, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, uh, what was the finish of the match, Steve? Well, uh, after, after that, uh, selling and not selling, when they were both kind of, they uh, were sitting on the rope next to each other right kind of at the turnbuckle and uh ace perry hit a top rope uh, cutter and sage kicked out at one which was kind of a little bizarre that he kicked out at one and then surprise kick out at two and right after he kicked out uh ace hit a springboard cutter and then that and the match was over yeah yeah I- it's almost like they didn't earn that finish, you know? It, I, I don't know, man. I'm just being an asshole. I don't know. It just it, it didn't land for me. Let's just put it that way. So, and, and the thing is, is that Sage is, like, super talented. He's just not there yet, you know, like, to me. And, and I can't wait to see what he can do in the future. Yeah. I noticed Manser was watching this match intently, and I couldn't help but wonder if maybe... He was sitting there, you know, Sage had maybe asked him to watch the match or something like that, much like he had asked you to watch his match a couple weeks ago. I mean, he definitely wants to get better as as, as good as he can, and that's, yeah. you know, incredibly respectable. Yeah, absolutely, you know, and, and again, you know, he's he's way better than me at wrestling, I'll tell you that much, so, <laughs> uh, anyway, but, uh, do you, I think that, uh, if I were to ever wrestle, you got to make sure you use that lavender oil, right? You know, I think that's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's got such, it's got a sweet, <laughs> subtle lavender smell. It's, yeah. it's really quite very, nice. very pleasant. So that's, I, I don't like <laughs> the way that's, that's why I don't wrestle. <laughs> that and Kevin Nash follows you on yeah, Twitter, right? That's why I can't really power bomb anybody. Uh, well, what was the next match, Steve? The next match was our uh, our passengers one on one up against each other. Myron Reed uh, filling in for uh, Michael Elkin to go up against Aaron Williams. Pretty great, guys. So uh, let's kind of you know normally you want to hear our thoughts. I don't think uh, Dean, did you even take notes on this match? Uh, I took I took one note that we can hit on in a couple minutes, but. It was just a joke that I wanted to insert into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they're, not, they're not all off the top of my head. Being real. Being real. Well, uh, what did you? Can you guys kind of break this down for us, like Aaron, you, you, like you usually do, and maybe Myron, Myron wanna, chiming you wanna, in? You want to you wanna take a little bit of this one? Uh, how, did, how did you go into this match today? Uh, Elgin called me and told me that I need to beat up Aaron because he couldn't make it, and then I'd be in trouble if I put the quarter on the line. Yeah, because that was like the major major factor for me. I was like, well, 
Initially, I was getting an IWA title shot. Now I'm not. So, apparently, I'm going to get a Glory Pro title shot. But uh, I asked Myron. I waited until we got to the ring, and I asked him. And what, what did you say, Myron? I, I told him that Elgin said it, it's unacceptable to have So, as right I just went out. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to put the belt on the line. I've beaten Aaron before. I think I got this. He's so like, it was going to be not. okay for him to lose his belt, which is what was going to happen, but you can't lose your belt. Apparently, yeah, he, he said absolutely not. So, so no. So, so no go. Yeah. No go on the Glory Pro time. Which made me very upset. I'm not going to lie. I mean, although, I mean, it's, it is what it is. It's not really his call. Yeah. But... You know, I don't even know our record against each other. We just beat each other back and forth like a million times. I, you, you know what? You're right, man. We just went back and forth so many times. We probably have like an even record. I think so. It's probably like three and three. Probably. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I think I therefore decided I was going to have to kick you for it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and you uh, you countered me kicking you. And then I countered your counter to me kicking you. Yeah. And then you, I, you countered my counter to you countering me kicking you. And then uh, somehow I got I got cut. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. I just, I, when you when you like invaded me. Oh, invaded. Yeah, you invaded me. I invaded. I invaded. My I space. invaded his space. So did you use I the lavender ro- oil or not? <laughs> no lavender oil at all. I seen the ropes and I was like, no, I'm not gonna bounce off these. I'm just gonna I'm not gonna hit these ropes. I'm gonna bounce off them actually. I'm gonna cut her and try and win now. Uh, yeah, I don't you know what? Because uh, apparently you saw the match before they won with that. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, maybe I've won move before. I think I can do it again. But of course, Aaron Kate like Lou rolled out the way, that's, that's and right. I tried to scramble to get him, but yeah, that didn't, wasn't happening. That didn't work out. So uh, I said, veteran hmm. mindset, right there. So I said, hmm, let me just like throw caution to the wind and throw my body at him over the ropes. And that was not that the veteran mindset that set in on that one. Because yeah, I seen when he rolled out, he wasn't looking at me, so I just went ahead and snuck up on him and, you know, dove on him. Yeah. Now, Myron, let me say, you get some air, buddy. Oh, Thanks yeah. Man. Now, you, uh, Myron, you started to kind of focus in on something around this time of the match, right? You uh, kind of, I don't know, you felt, it seems to me it was out of desperation. You felt like you were going to lose this match if you didn't kind of bring Aaron down to your level. And you started beating on his leg a little bit. Yeah. What's up with that, man? Well, I know he likes to throw a lot of kicks, so, you know. I was like, maybe if I kick him in his leg, he won't throw so many kicks. I know it. The These oh, kicks hurt. The podcast <laughs> listeners right now can't see the uh, incredibly intense look I'm giving Myron right now. <laughs> <laughs> because, dang it, he's only he hasn't even been in the business for like two years yet. He's already thinking smart. Yeah. Because that is that is that's very smart. If I yeah. kick you real hard, and apparently I do kick pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, it's a good idea to make it to where I can't kick you. So, well done on that, yeah. on that young man. Thank you. Now, Aaron, I was convinced that your knee was uh, destroyed, um, as usual. You know, <laughs> uh, that's uh, that's pretty common in Aaron Williams matches where I'm convinced that his leg is going to fall off. <laughs> Points are even match. <laughs> You're not and, uh, the only one, bro. <laughs> man, it was uh, it was another example of masterful selling by Aaron Williams, where even late in the match, after it had been minutes since you had been uh, messing with his knee, he's still landing 
and and wincing in pain because that right knee is or that left was it right or left? The left knee. Left knee is he, bugging. He focused right? on the on the surgery knee. Right, of course, because he he knows you, you know. Yeah, he does. And uh, that's that's good stuff, man. Love that. Um, so tell us what happened next, guys. What did happen next? Let's see. Uh, <laughs> um, well, he, he beat up, he beat up my leg a little bit, trying to keep me on the ground. Yeah, you recall that. Uh, and then I started to, to get up, and he still kept hitting me in the leg. But luckily, I wasn't putting weight on that side at that moment in time, so that gave me the opportunity to kind of yeah. stay standing. And then he tried to take me down with a suplex, which I think he realized that was probably a bad idea. I think it was a bad idea for both of us. It was probably it was a pretty bad idea for both of us. Probably worse for me though, because I, I think I think it was really a little worse for you, unfortunately. Yeah, so well, you guys went to the outside. Yes, I mean that was that was better for me because it gave me time to rest a little bit, rest that knee of mine that you had beaten up so uh, extensively. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this is one of those moments where I, I'm glad that I uh, that I work out a lot because mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I, I'm he, glad. he wasn't expecting the power. The power of Aaron Williams. The power. The power. I'm glad that you're not dead, both of you. So uh, that was death-defying uh, a spot right there where I was like, oh, my God. Holy shit. Yeah. Now, uh, Myron, so basically what happened was is that you you went to suplex Aaron, but Aaron suplexed you o- over the top rope to the outside. You uh, kind of pendulum swung over the ropes and blasted your ribs on the uh, apron, which, as we all know, is, is the, the hardest part of the ring. ring. Yeah, so, uh, you know, and I hope you don't really have a broken rib. It might be. It's a hurt. He, I mean, much to his credit, he did keep a hold of me. He did. Uh, yeah, I said, if I, you know, I was like, if I'm going to go over, we're both going over. Yeah. But if, I'm so, if I'm dying, you're dying with me. Yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that for something later. Okay. Well, uh, so once you guys went to the outside, um, what else happened there? Was there? I can't remember if there's any brawling in the crowd. Whenever no, I, there really wasn't. There was like, a lot of pain. I think we were both just kind of <laughs> in pain. A lot of pain at that moment. And we <laughs> the were guys just, like, just there, like, ah, oh, my, my knee, and then ah, <laughs> my rib. <laughs> so we were just kind of like laying there, dying. Yeah. Uh, and, I uh, forgot it was a twenty count. Yeah, he was like, oh shit. I think we both kind of realized that. He counted 10, and I was like, oh yeah. Two more seconds. (laughs) (laughs) But eventually. Make it John Murray Pro Rules. (laughs) Uh, It was uh, very unfortunate that you hurt your ribs so bad, but it did give me the opportunity to get a little bit in the upper hand. Yeah. Uh, So uh, after a couple strikey here, strikey there, uh, I. Delivered a Sayato suplex that I thought for sure was going to stop you because I knew your ribs hurt at that point in time. Yeah. But, uh. <laughs> I don't think it was my ribs that I don't think it was my head. Well, yeah, it was more more your head and neck area, but I kind of was thinking, you know, maybe it'd crunch you. Yeah. It'd crunch you up, you know? But, uh. But you impressive. kicked out. <laughs> yeah, but you kicked, but you kicked out. Yeah. Now, when, when you guys were on the outside, this uh, allowed us to kind of have a fun moment where, you know, if you guys ever watched uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, they have the ring announcer uh, who sits over there, and he's also the timekeeper, and he counts along with the ref in English for some reason uh, whenever someone's on the outside. And when he starts to get to, like, 13 or 14, he becomes extremely concerned, you know? And it's it goes from, like, 12, 13, 14, 15, you know? And he starts to lose his shit. And so me and Dean were starting to lose our shit counting along with, uh, with Sean, the ref, 
uh, you know, because it got up to 16 or 17, and I was about to blow my top, so, uh, you know, that was, that was fun stuff, but, uh, so once you guys got into the ring, you had the suplex, and then, uh, what happened after that, guys? Um, then I believe I, uh, I was thinking, uh, my mentality was pretty simple. Yeah. Myron's ribs hurt. I will give him the good old-fashioned steamroller, if you will, or a Finley roll, as some people call it. Yeah. So I put him up on my shoulders. I was like, all right, I'm just going just gonna to put him up on my shoulders. Careful. But uh, he uh, he gave me that old elbow with the jaw, and then the second one he gave me, I tried to hold it back, but it didn't work, and he got me, got me. I think I've talked about the button on the podcast. Yeah, before. yeah. He kind of got me in that button a little bit. Do you know about the button, Larry? The red button. The, the, little, the little button on your jawline? Yeah. There's a little button there that if you hit, it kind of knocks people wobbly. So, you hit my button. Oh, I. Sock them robots. Yeah, like rock rockers on robots. My head popped up real good. Uh, <laughs> and then you slid down. And then some, some stuff happened that I know I got kicked in the face. Stuff happened. Awesome. Stuff happened. Thank Before you. Before the podcast. There was, there, was, there was a lot of that, like, it... Jip, jump, and jive stuff, and then I, uh, yeah. then I tried I, to do a shooting star elbow drop, but yeah, my ribs hurting really, really bad. And I, yeah. You looked like you flipped 300 times on that move. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it looked like. I was like, holy shit. That was crazy. Uh, there was a lot of movement from my view. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, what happened What happened after that? I know you, you, you tried to cover you in, but you kind of kicked out. So. Oh, well, I mean. Well, you had the, the reverse Rana. You hit that at one point, which always looks devastating. And I, I oh, do, yeah, that's do not tough. understand the mechanics of how that doesn't kill someone. So uh, I really appreciate that move. That's insane looking every time. And every time you get Myron up on your shoulders there, I was like, uh-oh. You know, because I knew what was coming. Oh, yeah. And, you know, yeah, that, I know so. you tried to go for it one time. And I countered and gave you that old half and half. Yeah, I was on my neck, too. Then gave you that old uh, scorpion. Gave you the scorpion clothesline. Yeah. Get over here. Uh-huh. It kind of turned me inside out. And it did. You still kicked out though. Yeah. You know, you know, you could have just stayed down. Well, I could've. like, I didn't know where I was at until I heard of like, kind of like the ref smacking the mat the first time. Kind of wake you up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Glory Pro title wasn't on the line. You could just go to Major Life. But then Elgin told me to beat you up, so. I was oh well. Uh, well, I mean, you did do that, so I give you that. Uh, let's see. So I, I know that happened. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Elgin, <coughs> when you kicked out of that, I figured, you know what? Since since they didn't get the big bald guy, maybe they'll settle for the medium-sized bald guy. Maybe it'll work for me. So I decided I would give you an Elgin bomb of my own. Yep. So, uh... I did, and I, if I do say so myself, for someone who's never given an Elgin Elgin bomb, I think it looked pretty good. Guys, did it look pretty all right? It's yeah. awesome. Look pretty Elgin-like. Yeah, yeah. Myron, you've taken the Elgin bomb at yeah. some point in your career, right? Yep. I mean, times. I know that uh, this one wasn't as good as an Elgin one, but tell me, like, on a scale of one to ten, comparison, what was that? It was pretty even. Just you hit her. But, you know, Elgin just, you know, has bigger arms than he forces down I mean, down he does. Bars, he's, so. he's, he's a little bigger than I am. Yeah, I lost saw every ounce of breath in me every time he does this week. So. Dang it, that was a pretty good strategy. The ribs were hurt. I powerbombed me a couple times. Yeah. You're a tough little dude. You're that. <laughs> tough, tough little fellow. <laughs> 
But uh, then I was going to kick you in the head. I know that. Then it was going to be your best round kick in the biz. And then you backed up into the corner, which I can't give you the best round kick at the biz. That was awesome. If you backed into the corner. <laughs> you were pissed. I was not happy you about You complained that. to the ref. Yeah, I get him out of the corner. I was I like, can't kick he's not out here. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well done and done on your part because oh, yeah, my was, frustration. My ribs hurt and I was just trying to, you know, use the ropes to help me get out. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I just ran in and gave you a clothesline. If so facto, somehow you got a hold of my hands. Yeah, when you did it, I was like, hey, his hands are right here. So <laughs> then, then I'm going to grab him and yep. swing around. That's right. You grab him and grab him and swing around. I didn't really know what was going on. The next thing I know, I'm, I'm in a reverse runner position, and I get dropped on my head, and then I'm all woozy, and then something else happened. And then, Firefly and you kicked out. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, that led to a top rope firefly as well. Did you just well. pick me up? Did you just pick me I, up? It really hurt my wrist picking you up. Oh, well. I'm, I was wheezing when I was picking you up. Got him up on the corner. Hit yeah. the top rope firefly. One, two, no. Eric, yeah, he tried, he tried to push me off, but I backflip. was like, hey, I'm like too athletic for that. So <laughs> I ran back into the ropes. It's like my ribs hurt real bad. But I'm still too athletic. I'm like 65% at athletic right now, so I'm going <laughs> so to run back up the ropes and try and they give you another one. <laughs> and it worked. It you got me. And uh, you kind of like knew how to kick out because you were taking it so many times. Uh, that's true. I've <laughs> <laughs> created immunity to the firefly. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a vaccine. It's like if you give somebody the flu so many times, eventually their body That's like, what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. body yeah. came used to it. <laughs> And I was like, wow, I really thought I won that one. <laughs> and as I was pinning him, I was like, Elgin's going to be so proud. And just, damn it, kick out. Shit. Uh, but, but although I was able to kick out of that, I do recall that you left up an opening. I'm not saying, but I give you that kick in the dome. And I fell on you, and you then kicked out of my my best round kick in the biz, which well, I had IWA Ben's out. I feel the same way about that when I felt like I became immune to that yeah, kind of like, Do you know how many people have kicked out of that at IWA Ben's out? Not many at all. I don't yeah. think anyone has. I think you were the only one that has kicked out of that. Well, we've wrestled each other so many times and you've kicked me in my head a lot. I have. I, have. <laughs> I remember one match I, kicked me in my chest and like almost knocked me out. <laughs> Sorry, kid. <laughs> Sorry. Uh... You must have a nice little callus on this, that yeah. side of your side of your dome. <laughs> but much to my surprise, you you kicked out, and then we 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 weren't we like kind of at a stalemate because I remember looking across the ring and just seeing you look at me. Yeah, and I was just like in my head, I was just like this. He just won't fucking give up. That's I mean that was the similar thought. I was so mad, just like if this man does not give up. What do I do? And you know what I noticed? I don't know if you noticed this or not, but. Like I was sitting there, I was thinking, well, he's way over there, and I don't, I don't have the energy to run over there. And he looks like he's hurting pretty bad, so I don't think he's going to run over here. So maybe we should just meet, meet in the middle of the ring. Did you happen to see Sean, the referee, just like, all right, guys, come to the middle of the ring? He's, he's just guiding us, just like, all right, guys, come on in. Come on over here. I just wanted to be like, Sean, stop telling me how to live my life. Sean had a so lot. So we both hobbled. So we both, we both hobbled. Limp uh, into the middle. Limp into the middle. And then uh, let's see, we fought a little bit. Yeah. How did that? How did that go? Then you try to run to the ropes, and I said no. I think I can maybe hobble behind you and hit you in a strike. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then and then you did it, and then I followed you. And you punched me. I punched you. 
and then you kicked me. Yeah. And then I tried to follow you again, and man, this was, said, this was actually very smart of you. Yeah, I told myself I wasn't going to get hit again, and then I turned in and got booted, so. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and then you, you, like, I followed you, and you, like, you tried to backdrop me out real fast. Yeah, but you, like, caught yourself on the head. I did, which still hurt my freaking knee, by the way. And I tried to run in and knock you off. And but with that face. same foot that I had to lift up because my knee was hurting, I was yep. able to kick you. Yep. And then uh, I went up to the top rope because I was hoping that you were going to fall on the ground. I could give you that <laughs> resolved Lizashi, but you didn't <laughs> fall on the ground. And I hopped up there and uh, I was like, hmm, I'm going to be Shelton Benjamin tonight. So I hopped up there and belly to belly you off the top. You sure as heck did. Dirty scout. And that sucked. That's the second big bump of the night. I took off the top rope. Uh, I was like, man, that's the second one. That's got to be it. So I covered him, and he, he kicked out again. Um, and I said, wow, okay, maybe a 450 would work. So I went up, and as I'm in the air flipping, I see you moved out the way. So I said, hmm, I'm not going to, like, kill my gut, so I'm going to land on my feet. And I rolled through. Can we can we put over how amazingly athletic that is right now? Yeah. Well, That's as like knowledge. as I was like tucking to do the splash, I seen there was like just red. I didn't see a white body. Like it's, it's like it's, no, I'm not racist. <laughs> it's not racist, but like when you're flipping, you can see colors. I'm joking. I didn't see red, so I said feet. Oh, this is my head is like red feet. All right. Yeah. So if it was like red white. All right, splash, but red. red. Feet. Right. Okay. Feet. All right. Roll through so I don't break my ankles. Uh, right on. And then I ran back to you, thinking maybe I can like hit him, and he'll like fall. So, and I got kicked in the head. So. Yeah, you did get. You got kicked. In I got kicked in the head, and I was still conscious. But that. But then I do. I got kicked in the head again. And I yeah. just didn't know where I was at after that. Yeah. I, like something on my head. I think somebody said I got power driver. Oh or, yeah, or you got that. Like that. You got that Jerry Lynn special. Though. Something yeah. special. Yeah. To my head. Like that cradle. And my body just like died. Yeah, you looked like you looked like you just died, man. Yeah. I had to check on you after the match. But so then I covered you after that. Then you stayed down. But man did you pull up a fight. Yeah. So the cradle pile driver was the finish. The cradle pile driver. Which is not a move. Oh no no. As he picked me up. I wiggled my legs to try to get out of that. Oh yeah, you did. That's yeah. really all I could do because I was like really like woozy and like lightheaded. Yeah. So there, there was a moment of, of, of fighting, and I, I thought for sure that you were going to keep going. But yeah. I had, I had to pull out the big guns, but I got you. Well, after the match, you guys kind of, you know, respect, 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 That's right? right. Right. And uh, and then you had some words, Aaron. You got a fiery baby face promo right into the camera. Fucking awesome, man! It did man? It was great. I felt it. it felt good. It felt good. It was. Uh, you were explaining to the world that uh, IWA Mid South is where wrestling happens, and that's where the superstars are. And that's right. You said superstars. I did. You that's right. Said it. I said superstars. That was I don't awesome. Care. Don't even care. That was pretty great. Dean, what'd you think of that match? I thought it was great. We really liked it. Uh, there were people standing around talking about it outside uh, during double intermission. We got a standing O. Did you see that? You probably did. There were people standing. Really? Yeah. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah. It was pretty great. Uh, I heard that a fan even said that that was the greatest match to ever take place at IWA. 
That's pretty. Uh, that's a pretty bold statement right there. Well, I didn't I, see it, but uh, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. Hey, it's, <laughs> wrestling is, uh, you know, you can, it's your opinion. It's you a know? subjective art. It's form, subjective right? art, so that's great. However, I will say that if that is true, and to that one fan, it is true. I would like to uh, simply put out there that uh, have you ever taken a look at the IWA DVD table? Mm-hmm. I was taking a look at it today and just randomly looking. I'd pick up a DVD from like 06 or something. And there was one DVD that I picked up and I looked at the main event of said DVD. And it was Eddie Guerrero versus CM Punk versus Chris Hero. Just under that was a match with Rey Mysterio Jr. in it. Jesus. Uh, also on that card was Samoa Joe. Uh, Loki. And a host of other guys who would go on to have pretty amazing careers. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think it might not have been 06, it might have been like 03 or something like that. But, uh, and then I picked up multiple DVDs that were just like that. Same exact stuff. Like, uh, you know, with just a ton of wrestling who's who's on it. And I thought to myself, uh, you know what would be cool is if in three years somebody picks up. I don't know, let's say TPI 2017 and looks at the list of names on that sucker and being like like I was tonight, like I cannot believe that these guys were right here at the IWA tearing it down years ago I think there's a real good chance that that's going to happen and if someone wanted to purchase a DVD uh, of a IWA show they could go to smartmarkvideo.com and uh, search IWA, and you can find all that stuff there. That's a real so, good segue. Uh, I went into that. We went into that smooth. That's pretty great. <laughs> well, speaking of segues, uh, that's going to lead us to double intermission after <laughs> that, right? And uh, double intermission's brought to you by Collar and Elbow this week. Oh, is it? Yeah, it just happens to be. It turns out that if you would like to, um, you know, well, first of all, Aaron, tell us a little bit about Collar and Elbow, what it is. I will gladly tell you a little bit about Collar and Elbow. Okay, baby. All right, so Collar and Elbow is a uh, professional wrestling attire. Not only professional wrestling, but pretty much anything that uses the... Uh, the collar and elbow tie-up, which could be MMA, it could be, uh, you know, collegiate wrestling, it could be all kinds of stuff. The collar and elbow is a, uh, a hold that, uh, begins most, uh, most athletic, competitive, uh, uh, arts. Pugilistic yes. arts, if you will. Yes. Uh, so the collar and elbow dot, uh, brand is, uh, go to collarandelbowbrand.com and purchase uh, some attire there. They have uh, plenty of t-shirts that they will be coming out with new on a, new t-shirts on a pretty regular basis. Uh, Most uh, sponsored athletes have a promo code that you can use to get 10% off of your purchase. I have one. It's baddest because I'm the baddest man alive, so it makes perfect sense. Um, also, one of the very cool things, if you use that promo code, whomever's promo code you use, they get a percentage of the, uh, the shirt you buy. So you, they, you make the wrestlers, the people, the promo code you use, they make money off of said promo code. So it's not just collar and elbow making money, it's your favorite local wrestler making money as well. Uh, then it also has the very cool thing which is the uh, the ties to uh, the collar Fowley Alley, the collar 
Cauliflower. Oh, cauliflower. Cauliflower. Cauliflower Alley Club. Yeah. Thank you. Gosh, what's wrong? With you me? almost got me for a second too. I was like collar and elbow flower. <laughs> like no, no. Say no. who to what to why? Uh, the cauliflower alley club, which is the best thing that a wrestler could have for as far as retirement goes, um, where you can round off to the nearest dollar, and the remainder of that will go to uh, the cauliflower, the collar, cauliflower alley club. <laughs> To help, uh, to help wrestling, or to help wrestlers who uh, are past their prime and are no longer able to, uh, to, uh, to wrestle, and in some cases do anything, because wrestling does do a lot to uh, a wrestler's body uh, and everything like that. So collar and uh, collar and elbow, uh, <laughs> they help wrestling past, present, and future. Uh, and awesome. Levy flumble. Fumble through all that. Oh God! All right, all right. So, collar and elbow brand. Collar and elbow brand. Promo code baddest to support your favorite pro wrestler, which is the baddest man alive, Aaron Williams. Right? Yes. Yeah, so uh, that's what double intermission is uh, brought to you by today, and uh, this leads to our main event. Now tonight we're going to do something a little different, and uh, for our main event we are going to have a different guest on the show than someone that's in the car. Um, and uh, this person has been described to me as if Dusty Rhodes and Leon Phelps, the ladies' man, had a child. And this this child was a male and grew up and became a wrestling commentator. That's, uh, that's who's going to join us tonight to talk about the main event. But first, Dean, will you set up the main event for us and then we'll welcome in our, our new guest. Yeah, so the main event was going to be for the IWA Mid-South Tag Team Titles uh, that were currently held by uh, the Young Dragons, who are two guys I'm not super familiar with. The last time uh, that I saw the tag titles in a match, it was with uh, Sugar Dunkerton and uh, Myron Reed coming in as champions, and they were defeated by the Forgotten. So the last time I saw the belts, the Forgotten had had them in a... uh, had the possession of the titles, but now it is these, these two guys, the Young Dragons, going up against Ian Rodden and J.C. Rodden. Well, let's bring in our guest. So our guest is Dusty Phelps. Dusty, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good, baby. Yeah. That's good to hear. Now, Dusty, can you describe the competitors in this uh, in this event tonight? Especially, you know, we all know who Ian Rodden and J.C. Rodden are, but what about these Young Dragons? Well, let me tell you something about the Young Dragon, baby. Uh, we're talking about the duo of Dale Patrick and Joshua Crane, honey. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying, Dusty. And uh, to me, Dale Patrick sounds like a race car driver. What do you think? Well, I tell you what, I don't think he is, but I can understand why you would think so. Because Dale is a very popular name down in the southern region. <laughs> but I don't think that he is what you would call a... NASCAR driver or a motor speedway participator, but he is he is known to do some pretty wild and crazy things, honey. Dale Patrick and Joshua Crane are both known to do some pretty wild and crazy things. They are young men who are coming up in the death metal game, baby. Now, this, this match had some wild and crazy things in it, for sure. 
Uh, the way that the match was set up, it was a best. It was a three falls match, right, Dean? Yeah, three tell falls. Us, tell us about it a little bit. Well, it wasn't just any three falls match. It was where each match uh, had its own stipulation, mm-hmm. and uh, they they called the first the first the first round uh, knockout only, which was basically uh, last man standing. If you couldn't answer a ten count, uh-huh. you were considered knocked out, and then your opponents would win the fall. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, Dusty, can you describe some of the action for us in this first fall, or were you witness to this? I gotta be honest with you, baby, because uh, Dusty wasn't there for the the entire first fall. He, he could hear a lot of things that was happening, but he didn't really see what was going on. You what, know what I'm saying? What were you? What were you busy doing? Well, you know, Dustin's got to prepare. He's got to get ready to, especially if he knows that there's going to be a major slobber knocker happening. He's got to prepare himself and uh, and make sure that he's ready to go. With maybe your favorite beverage? <laughs> I love me some mellow yellow, baby. But understand what's so funny did not be that wonderful mellow yellow commercial that was that was that was the ad back in the day. That was good the good commercial. I was thinking of maybe like an alcoholic beverage like Cavassier or something like that. Oh, a little bit of that Cavassier. <laughs> Yeah, I do love I do love me some Cavatier, but did I did you tell him about uh, your uh, your friend that came, you know, with you was watching with you. Uh Granddad Fire was with you. Granddaddy Fire. Was, oh yeah? Oh yeah, yeah Granddaddy, yeah. Like yeah. like uh, as a matter of fact, it's granddaddy around here. Let me let me there. hold on. Come on, hold on, we're gonna try to get him on the line here. Grandpa. Hold on, here, here he comes, here he comes. What? <laughs> we just uh we just talking about the man tonight, you know. Talking about a little bit of that cub off the A and the mellow yellow. <laughs> oh, I love me some mellow yellow, goddammit. I love me some goddamn yellow, mellow yellow. Yeah, that's where the mellow yellow came in. It's because I, I forgot we were talking about the mellow yellow. Damn. But uh, but we, what they wanted to talk about, it, they wanted to talk about that IWA tag. Oh, the bleeding guy. Oh, the bleeding. There was a lot of that. Yeah, the there bleeding was. and the slamming and the nine table breaking. <laughs> Yes, but, 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 but right now we're talking about we talking about the uh, the knockout. We talking about the, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, we talking okay. about that one. I jumped the gun a little bit. Right jumped jump the gun a little bit, but this that's okay. Bit. We go back it up. We go back it up, baby. So it's all right. Uh, but uh, if I recall correctly, if I re- recall correctly, <laughs> if, if I can jump back a little bit, like I do, I don't recall seeing all the things that happened in that match. Uh, in that first part of the match, but I do recall at some point in time that young Josh Crane fella, he got knocked the F out, if I do recall correctly. <laughs> Is that accurate? Yeah, that sucker got knocked right out. Yeah. Knocked this sucker cold out. No, not knocked him out, baby. It's clean uh, cold out. Clean cold out. <laughs> so uh, I do believe that that was, that was the first fall. Am I correct, gentlemen? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was... Knockout was the first stipulation on the first fall. Exactly, yeah. So, so Josh Crane, he fell to the mighty knockout, and he uh, he just wasn't able to to uh, to get up from the ten count. So, uh, I do believe the match then went on, and it uh, went on to a, 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 a what was the uh, what was the next stipulation? Uh, submissions only. Submission only. Now, see now, I do. Oh, I, I see you. Uh, you didn't see this. Well, let me break it down. Did you watch it? Uh, 
Let me let, let me let you know on some things there, Grandpa. Uh, like a couple of months ago, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but uh, Ian Rotten was in a tag team match with uh, with a forgotten. Actually, oh, and, uh, he he had a, an injury, baby. He, he oh, fell down. No. He tore, he seemed to tear his hamstring, which is a very serious. Oh, not that hammy, but yes, not that hammy, but he but he tore it up. So he uh, uh, he he went. Yeah, on. He didn't go way back. I've been watching him since '99. <laughs> he is the man. This man always bleed. He's always bleed. This man always bleed. He's gonna be bleed when he's seventy. Maybe <laughs> even got them eight or seven. You're probably right, baby. Ninety-nine is right. way back. <laughs> oh well, for the young folks, for a lot of young folks probably listening to the podcast. And you know, twenty years. Yeah, for come, the on, come on, do you know that some of these kids ain't even been alive in nineteen ninety-nine? I bet Gold wasn't even alive then. I'll tell you what, that young man that that Aaron Williams beat up tonight, I always think he was alive in ninety-nine. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, with a torn hamstring, it's really hard to do the wild thing, right? It is, oh, yeah. it is incredibly hard. It is, oh, yeah. It is devastatingly hard. <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you what, you're certainly not going to be able to do the, the, the most important movement in all sexual activity when you got that torn hamstring. Oh, yeah. you, you're just not going to be able to do it. Which, uh, I mean, we'll get into that later. You know? so, uh, so, uh, so if I recall correctly, uh, the match went on. And I do believe they targeted this poor hamstring of, of the the uh, the godfather of ultra violent wrestling, uh, and Ian Rotten. So they put him in a uh, half Boston crab, I do believe. And Ian, I mean, the, the man is a tough, tough man. But it, when he's got a torn hamstring and somebody's messing with you, they get just painful, baby. You got to give in. You got you got to give in. You can't, you can't do Pulling anything. all the hammy muscles. Yeah, all them hammy muscles. They all messed up. Uh, so uh, then, then, the, then the math, it was, it was basically even. And then, then explain to me, gentlemen, the, the, uh, the, the final fall. Well, what exactly was the, uh, uh, the, well, the deal with that? It was supposed to be three or two out of three doors is what they said, right? Two out of three doors. But that became... Doors, two, tables, plywood. I guess you never so. Know. You, know? you never know what IWA is. You, you do never know, baby. You never know what you're going to get with an IWA, so which is, which is part of the allure, if you will. You never know what's going to happen. Well, the, you know, they didn't have any doors, right, Dean? No, I just had uh, tables... Very strong tables. Well, that's not that's not entirely true. I mean, I walked through some doors, so I know there were some doors there. But maybe that's not the door they mean. I mean, I don't I mean, know. Essentially, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think nobody want to go through a door. That hurts. <laughs> that's what I said. Yeah, you know what? I, I remember one IWA show that I saw. Uh, you know, Masada. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big scary well, crazy man. man. Crazy, crazy scary. scary man. Barbecue skewers, right? He, uh, barbecue. Yeah, he puts barbecue skewers in a man's face. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that? Now, I don't know what kind of people are into that kind of stuff, but that's, that's a little too much for old, old, old Dusty Phelps. There's not enough cavassier in the not world for that. Not enough cavassier in the world for that. Tell you what. One piece of metal, yellow ain't gonna do nothing about that. That won't fix it at all, baby. I want some I really want some. I really want some mellow yellow now, I'll tell you what, though. That's, that's good stuff. Uh, anyway, as we as, as we are saying, uh, so uh, we were supposed to be going through some doors, but uh, I guess doors just turned into a table, the plywood, or, or whatever that they could put a person through. 
which hey you know I don't mind uh, I, it, it's all violence it's all it's all wrestling it's all IWA and that's all that matters baby um, so uh, I do believe if I'm not mistaken uh, the uh, the young dragons may have put uh, one of the rottens through a table uh, it kind of went out of my view so I couldn't really see it well, Ian was the first one to go through. Well, no, Ian put one of the red dragons through a table first, so, yeah, right? One of the young dragons with an elbow. Yeah. Oh, he, totally. so Ian, uh, he put the first mark. Put the yeah. first mark bang, on bang, bang, bang. Elbow. Elbow, right yeah. there. We were hoping for the uh, Ian Rodden shooting star. Yeah, he didn't so bust he, out the shooting star press the tonight. Like, well, you know, uh, <laughs> well, we, we already discussed that torn hammy. Yeah, exactly. He did that damaged hamstring, you know. I mean, and, and plus... You know, Larry D had already done the double moonsault, so oh, why, why even, you know, at that yeah, point? Yeah, well, I mean, why? Then it's just overkill, right? Um, so, it, uh, as, as it went on, uh, I do believe uh, Ian then got put through uh, a, a table by, uh, was, it, uh, was it Young Crane or was it the Patrick? I don't recall, well, but I know somebody speared that man through a table. J.C. Rotten went through. Yeah, Rodden. he went through the second table. Okay, so, so got Death Valley Driver. Death Valley Driver. Hey, you drink a lot of Melly Yellow. It's hard to tell Ian, you know, Rotten's apart all of a sudden. It, it, you know? it, 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 it is sometimes, and, and to be honest with you, all that violence just kind of it all it all molds, baby. It all it all gets together. You know, it's just like it's just like when things get a little intense. You know, with the at the at the at the key party, it just yeah, everything just kind of goes together. But uh, that may be a little uh, dated reference to y'all. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we will move right along. Uh, so uh, the match uh, continued, and uh, I do believe it was uh, Ian who somehow walked Dale Patrick across in a power bomb position. In a in a power bomb position. Walked him across the across the way, baby, and threw him through a, I threw him through a wall. I thought his hammer was gonna give up on him. What I did you struggling? But it did. He, 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 he was able to get him all the way through the and, and into the wall. Poor man, poor wall. Right into the wall. Poor wall. Wall, wall, wall. <laughs> poor wall. Poor wall. Which was not even a stipulation in the match. It no. wasn't putting your opponent through a wall. No, it was not. He just he just he just went for it. He just went for it, and I can't be mad at that. He just went for it. Yeah, because right before that, he was getting a gusket plate platted on his head. What? So he probably forgot. He probably thought the damn the entrance way goddamn was a was a board or something. I got, I got, I got, and he tried to put him through it. But after he did it, he, he rolled over. and was like, damn it, probably. I didn't see his face, man. I've been knowing that man for years. No, he was upset. Since '99, right? Since back in '99. <laughs> But I do, I do believe at that point in time that kind of took, uh, that took our, our, our buddy Ian and uh, and Mr. Uh, Patrick out of this match. Yeah, they, Dale. They were not, not the NASCAR driver. Dale was not. He wasn't driving nowhere. No, no. <laughs> no he got drove through the table though. He got, he got put, through the wall. Through the wall. Through the wall. Drove right through the he, wall. He ain't coming nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't, he ain't doing nothing. He came in first place. He's the first one at the wall. <laughs> first one. <laughs> So we got that going for him, so that's good. That's good, baby. Give me some reconstruction after that. Yeah. <laughs> that ball is messed up. <laughs> messed that ball up. He'll 
where they gonna come out from? Well, all right, Grandpa, let's move. I'm on. upset. I know. I know you. Are. <laughs> that is too much weight. I know. I know you are, but maybe we'll get you some mellow yellow, some coffee, and you'll be calming down. Calm maybe down. My blood pressure's maybe, high. Maybe you and Grandma can can go find yourself a better place to do it in the butt somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, what happened next was. There was a table brought into the ring by some, by one of these other gentlemen of, uh, of <laughs> J.C. Rotten or Joshua Crane, one of these gentlemen brought in another table and uh, there was some devastation about to happen. And I do believe that it was Joshua Crane who attempted to jump through a table with J.C. Rotten on it, maybe. But the table... It did not break. I tell you what, it did not break. It laughed at them. It said, ha, 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 ha. I am staying around till Thanksgiving, honey. And you are not going anywhere. You will put a turkey on me, baby. Or a mellow yellow? Or a me not mellow yellow. Maybe no. some Dr. Pepper, too. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe some Mr. Pib. Now, now, Dean, somebody else came out at this point in the match, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, he did. Big bad uh, Brandon Taggart. Mm, that's that's right. darn dirty Taggart. That <laughs> man, this man remind me of Big Show off the video games. Two K. You let the Big Show the Stone Cold through the through the steel cage. Well, no, not even the Big Show. What is Paul White? I'm talking about Paul White. Baby. Yeah, they're like baby Paul White. Like baby Paul White. <laughs> Back in the old days, 1999. <laughs> well, so back in 99, Tag himself in a DeLorean, he comes to the future. <laughs> I was expecting him to choke something through the table. Well, he tried to hold the table for him, right? And, and many people in the crowd were like, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> Team. They were right in front of us telling him that ain't gonna work, and guess what? Then it worked. It, it didn't work. work. It didn't. That table it bounced right off the table. The table was not giving up, baby. <laughs> Thought the damn table was a trampoline for a second. <laughs> it bounced right off the table. <laughs> so, Poor Josh Crane almost broke his damn neck. <laughs> Dude, I feel not, bad. The I, first time he went through the table, man, clipped his kneecaps on the on the other end of the table, trying to throw him through Ric Flair style and. Uh, <clears throat> get well, Rick Flair. We go way back. I used to, I came, you know, watching in the garden back in 1999. <laughs> Probably accurate, baby. Yeah. I got some paths with Rick Flair, too. But it's of oh. a different variety. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you buried him. <laughs> didn't he bury you in the desert or vice versa? No, baby. That was that was a different dusty. Oh, okay. My yeah, bad. honey. Sorry. He he would call me for advice, you know. Oh, I was he about would, space metal. Yes, gotcha. exactly. You know, he would be like, uh, Dusty, tell me, Dusty Phelps, please tell me, what do I need to do in order to keep all these women happy? I'm the world champion, baby, and I got to keep everything going. And I said, Rick, it's real, real simple, baby. You need to take these ladies out to a nice, a nice dinner. You need to show them a good time, honey. You need to take them to a club. And then when you get done and you come home, you need to pull up some nice cabossier, put on some uh, some, uh, some, red, some 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 good music, you know, maybe some boys men from the old days, the 1998, baby. Oh, it's way back. And uh, then, you know, it's just real simple. You just got to do it in the bud. <laughs>
So yeah. Anyway, so we uh after the tables did not break. What what what, ha what would happen is I do, do I do recall that J C Rodden he he had a little bit of a fire up. You know he was a, he was a little he was a little tired of the bullcrap, tired of tired of the taggings, tired of the young dragons. So he just. He just fired up, baby. And he realized, I already tried to go through this table two times now. They tried to put me through this thing twice. And it didn't happen. So I know this table ain't going to go break it. It's going to stay around. It's going to stay around until Thanksgiving. This is going to be in the family for a while. It's not going to laugh at me. It's not going to make fun of me. So I'm going to go get something else to put some, one of these fools through. So he went and he found himself a nice crisp piece of plywood. Yes, he did. You remember this, Grandpa? Yeah, you did. <laughs> so then he brought it into the ring and he set it up at the corner to do the, the business, you know? I think he was trying to buckle bomb him into the, the buckle. Give me, give me that buckle bomb? Yeah. Give me, give me that buckle bomb? So like, but what, what, what had happened? I think Josh Gray was a little too big for him. Oh, okay. He just a little... He, 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 just flung him, he flung him over top of him like a rag doll. Just, and just right through the table right he went. The table. Well, I do realize, remember that... So that was the end of the match. But I do recall that the crowd began to chant that that's not a table, baby. That's not a table, baby. Baby. <laughs> not a table. I mean, they said they said doors in the beginning. They did say doors in the beginning. It didn't I mean, make any sense. They said it was a door. Yeah. Oh, yes. I that's mean, why I was saying it's not a door. It's technicalities, honey. I mean, I, I would have to say that going through something is going through something no matter what. Mm. No. It's Sean, the the referee. He called it like he saw it. It's up to him. So yep, he can't. He can't. I mean, the referee can only call what he sees, baby. Well, I would really like to thank uh, Dusty Phelps and uh, Grandpa Faya for joining us this evening. It is time. It's time to go to bed. Time. Well, Grandpa, you I'm have. Been. Oh man, I'm having nightmares all the blood I seen. Oh well, you know you you have a. You I have seen a, a gusket time. plate. A, a gusket. A damn gusket plate. The man's head. That's not healthy. Not at all. Okay. Not healthy. Tell you Lord what. have mercy. Well, uh... Let's stay sold. <laughs> I took the exit a little early, but, uh... Sorry, guys. It's we'll a, it's we'll okay. go a different alternate route here to the Kroger's, but, uh... I mean, the, uh... The, uh... Grocer's uh, store. It's, it's okay, baby. I ain't gotta be at the radio station until about four. <laughs> Well, uh, so let's bring in our previous guests. We, we uh, you know, had Aaron Williams and uh, Hot Fire Myron Reed uh, come back into the car here. And uh, we'll say goodbye to uh, the other folks. And uh, let's see here. So, Dean, any kind of overall thoughts on the evening? No, I was really happy with how it turned out. I was a little disappointed when... We found out that the uh, Michael Elka would not be there, that we want to get us here and get that title match. But, I mean, they did a really good job in keeping the, the crowd interested and giving everybody something that they would want to see. I thought it was a hell of a night. Um, Myron, do you have any plugs? Anything we need to, like, kind of be looking forward to in the future for you? Anything that, uh, I mean, where can we buy your T-shirts? What, what can we do to help hot fire tonight? Well... <laughs> Besides a fish sandwich and doing it, doing you, it in the butt. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah they, they're, the mole folks is crazy. <laughs> that dude is crazy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a, he's a, I can't he's a character. I can't believe you guys let him on the show. I can't believe that just happened. But, uh, he embarrasses it's, me. It's tremendous. I never bring him anywhere, it's but I had to. Grandpa's awesome, man. 
bring them anywhere. It's always but good to meet relatives. My mom said if I didn't bring them, I'd be grounded, so I had to. But yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the bad read, uh, Instagram reads period world, mm-hmm. and of course Facebook Myron Reed. And uh, you just hit me up if you want a shirt. Hit me up. I mail them. Okay. Emails. And where where can we see you uh, in the future? Obviously, Rockstar Pro, IWA, Glory Pro. Any uh, anything else that's big that's on the horizon that we need uh, to know about? You can check me out at AIW this Friday. Nice. Uh, NWA Smoky Mountain Saturday. Of course, Glory Pro Sunday. I'll be defending the Crown and Glory Championship against Alex Daniels. Um, That's that Ben Affleck dude. Isn't yeah, it? it's gonna be really good. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> um, got yeah, I got a lot of big things coming up. Uh, September, uh, Mexico. I'm really excited about that. Hell yeah. Me and Trey are gonna be going down there together. Hey, do me a favor. Will you Pearl Harbor that Ben Affleck guy for me? Oh yes. Please. And then scream Pearl Harbor at him. Because he's going to try to do that to you, I guarantee you. I'm going to duck because I know it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Aaron, where can we follow you online? Um, Well, you can find me at Planet Williams on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or Planet Williams 1 on Twitter. I apologize. Uh, Planet Williams on Instagram. And then Aaron Williams on the old Facebook. Pretty simple. Just look for the beautiful bald man. Uh, Not me, the other one. The other one, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not Aaron Williams. No, it's true, and not uh, what's his name? Uh, that the, the big Balboski. Yeah, not, not him guy. either. No, not so. him. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I, I often I, I get I ask a lot if I'm related to that guy, which I am not. Just so everybody knows, it's not a thing that is. <laughs> I tried to let everybody know on Twitter, but apparently everybody didn't pay attention. So, Dean, where can we find you and Gary on uh, Twitter and, and uh, Facebook and all that? We are both on Facebook and then uh, on Twitter. I am uh, at Robot11 and Gary is at uh, GLBTWO. Awesome. You can find me at Drusifer Tweets on Twitter. You can follow the show at The Road Home FW. Also, you can email us at The Road Home FW at gmail.com and make sure to sign up for that Audible trial at audibletrial.com backslash The Road Home FW. Remember, you can sign up for free and get a free book. And if, even if you cancel right after you get the free book, we still get credit for it. It's a way to support the show and get something for free. Thank you guys so much for listening. Is there anything else that we need to add tonight? Any Anybody else have anything else they want to say? Uh, I do want to say that I have an extreme love for Dusty Rhodes, so uh, let's just put that out there. As well as uh, <laughs> Leon Phelps. I love them both. So, yes. Okay, awesome. Uh, Myron, do you like gran- your grandfather? He, uh, he embarrasses me all the time. Okay. But, no, I got to love the guy. All right. How, how do you feel about those characters, Dean? They were, they were a great guest for the podcast. <laughs> Dean was a little quieter than I wanted. Yeah, him to yeah, what's going on, Dean? That, Dean? Dean only pops... I was, letting, I was letting him do their thing. He, he only pops for his own jokes. That's how that works, so... <laughs> Uh, those sound all the other jokes. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah. What's happening? You got the latest man, Leon Phelps here. And I am looking at a half empty bottle of Cavatti, which means that we are just about out of time. But before I go, I'd like to leave you with just uh, one more thought. This is a little something that I wrote, and I read. What is love? What is this longing in our hearts for togetherness? Is it not the sweetest flower? Does not this flower of love have the fragrant aroma of fine, fine diamonds? 
Does not the wind love the dirt? Is not love not unlike the unlikely not it is unlikened to? Are you with someone tonight? Do not question your love. Take your lover by the hand. Release the power within yourself. You heard me, release the power. Tame the wild cosmos with a whisper. Conquer heaven with one intimate caress. That's right, don't be shy. Whip out everything you got and do it in the butt. Huh. By Leon Phelps. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.